I'm Eric Greitens, Navy SEAL, and today we're going rhino hunting. The rhino feeds on corruption and is marked by the stripes of cowardice. Join the MAGA crew, get a rhino hunting permit. There's no bagging limit, no tagging limit, and it doesn't expire until we save our country. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening, America. Good evening, everyone out there tonight watching us live. Welcome to uh, another edition of the Sea Report coming to you live on this uh, Wednesday, June 22nd, 2022. Right, got that date right. I am your host, uh, Mr. C, also known as Michael Aaron Gossetis, and it's uh, great to be here again with you all on this Wednesday evening as we get into uh, tonight's report, tonight's news, headlines, however you want to view it. Welcome, 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 and thank you for joining us. Uh, sorry, guys, I'm getting myself set up here just a bit uh, more. I was, you know, kind of on the... Uh, run to get today's report together, even though I knew full well uh, what the topic uh, would be for this evening. And, uh, you, well, you know, I mean, uh, for those of you who are joining us live already, who caught that little bit of an intro, uh, you had to know that I was absolutely going to have something to say about uh, this brand new Eric Greitens ad. Uh, not that we're trying to belabor a point that it seems like a lot of people are trying to stress about it, but you know, you know, I always have uh, somewhat of a different perspective or viewpoint uh, from others regarding certain things, you know, uh, of course, we don't even need to really get into the discourse uh, that's coming out of the uh, gun control lobby or the uh, leftists lobby, the Democrat, whatever you want to call them, you know, whatever, they, whatever you want to call them, whatever they are, right? All, all of the anti-Americans out there, all of the anti-America people out there. Um, and, uh, so, you know, we won't even, we won't even touch on that. Of course, they're going to get pissed off. Of course, they're going to get, uh, you know, their panties in a twist whenever they see, um, a, a Republican or anyone for that matter, um, who is, uh, toting a gun and, uh, glorifying it, uh, as it would seem. Now, of course, they're going to get even more pissed off because he's white and he's male and he's Republican and, uh, what's really going to send, uh, you know, their head through the roof is that he is a MAGA, MAGA supporter, right? Make America Great Again supporter. Of course, you know, when something like that occurs, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there is going to be something to be said by myself, you know? Now, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, I'm one of the lone voices out there that uh, kind of parses through all of the riffraff be 
BS, all of the uh, hyperbole, all of the propaganda, all of the um, uh, information, uh, miss, dis, and overload, as well as, uh, you know, kind of pushing through uh, what that could mean for our party. You know, what is this? Like uh, some type of strange social slash media slash... I don't know, uh, political analysis, you know, I don't know how my brain is wired this way, guys, but uh, we're going to push past the BS, okay? You, you got to know, you got to know I have thoughts on Eric Greitens, okay? And what uh, his newest campaign ad is showing us. In fact, you know, I didn't even think I was going to jump right into the topic uh, first headlong. Uh, I, it, Knew it was part of the opener, obviously, uh, but not necessarily part of today's report. So let's go ahead and put the man on the screen. Okay, there you go. There's Eric Greitens. Uh, so, you know, I said I was, um, I said I was, uh, what do you call it, really kind of scrambling-ish. You know, I woke late, went to bed early. You know what they say, early to bed, late to rise, right? Uh, anyways, so uh, woke late, uh, you know, uh, got a few things did that I needed to get done today. Uh, still, you know, with the whole uh, health, weather, sickness thing, etc. Um, but uh, it just, the, the Greitens thing had to be addressed. Obviously, we're going to be talking about Texas today. Obviously, we're going to put a bow on Otero County, New Mexico, as ugly as it might be. Oh, that's not what you were saying yesterday, Mr. C. Yesterday, you were saying that uh, New Mexico was an example for awake Americans across the country and what they should do. Well, indeed, it is. And so, but we'll get to that. So don't get too far ahead of me, my friends. Uh, that's really what we're going to talk about. But Greitens need to be talked about. Greitens needed to be addressed, needs to be addressed, needs to be talked about. And, you know, for those of you out there who are like, oh, that Mr. C, he's always, he always has an opposing point of view. Anytime something cool comes out for the Patriots or anytime that there's something uh, that uh, really shows that we're strong and we're not going to take it anymore, that Mr. C has to poop all over it. Well, you know, I'm not necessarily pooping on Greitens. You know, I'm not necessarily saying bad Greitens. That's a, a bad Greitens. How dare you make a gun toting ad and how dare you endanger our cause by suggesting that uh, violence is an option. Bad Greitens, you know, because obviously Obviously, anyone with half a brain can see it's it's a joke, you know, it should be taken as parody. And I don't think I'm being overcautious at saying, however, uh, that um, it's the type of thing that can absolutely be used against uh, us or, you know, if not so much used, maybe perhaps to plant the seeds, uh, subtly speaking, against those who are easily influenced, brainwashed and or otherwise just totally abject to the American way of life. Um, and that is, in a nutshell, basically what I think about that. I know a lot of you guys, actually, I don't know, you know, it'd be interesting to know how people in my audience uh, received Eric Greitens uh, latest campaign ad, and uh, what, what you guys really think about it. And if I'm being overcautious in saying that uh, uh, Greitens uh, is playing with fire, but you know what? If one thing can be said about Eric Greitens, it would be this, y'all. It would be that he's extremely consistent 
okay? This is not the first time he's had a gun-toting ad. In case any of you guys were not aware of it, uh, why don't we take a look at his 2016 ad uh, called Taking Aim at Corruption. So here's one from 2016. Actually, I need to get myself set up for good sound. So let's go ahead and close that real quick. And uh, like I said, very consistent. Um, and uh, digging into Mr. Greitens a bit um, prior to going live and a little bit yesterday as well. We'll talk about that on the other side, though. Hold on. I'm Eric Greitens. For too long, Missouri's been run by career politicians, owned by corrupt consultants, high-paid lobbyists, and special interests. While they get rich, Missourians are hurting. Well, I'm no career politician. I'm a Navy SEAL, and I'll take dead aim at politics as usual. I'm Eric Reitens. If you're ready for a conservative outsider, I'm ready to fire away. Okay, so, hey, Tucker, I did not give you permission, Tucker. Okay, so what is he talking about? Stephen Colbert sounds like a Biden flack. Okay, sorry, Tucker. Uh, didn't mean to uh, pop you into the show there. Um, okay, so there you go. There is uh, an Eric Greitens 2016 video um, taking aim at corruption. Is this not the first time he's, you know, he's uh, gone, uh, you know, with the guns, you know, I, I really didn't know anything about this man. I was aware he was a governor for Missouri for like five months, right? He had to resign. Uh, there was a scandal with, uh, what, sec pre uh, extramarital affairs. Um, he was never found guilty of something or other. Uh, what else was going on with Greitens? Uh, there was an issue about him receiving a lot of dark money to fund his campaign for governor as a Republican. Uh, he is a former Democrat. Uh, he turned Republican, I think, in 2000, between two, 2016 and 18 or something like that. So he, he was a lifelong Democrat until um, he was he was a Navy SEAL. OK, I know that much about him also. Um, what else? What else do I know about Greitens? Um, let me think. Uh, Navy SEAL, Rhodes Scholar. Uh, there's something to be said about the Rhodes Scholar thing, guys. And I don't know that I'm going to jump headlong into that. Actually, we're not going to jump into uh, busting open Greitens as an operative, okay? I could have done that, but, you know, I had other things to talk to today. And I'm not saying he is an operative, y'all, either. I'm just saying that um, it's interesting that... He has this brand new campaign video. And again, like I said, totally consistent, right? The man has had uh, campaign videos uh, before about um, taking aim at corruption, using guns. And then also, um, there's also the one about, um, well, there's the one about, I think he's he addresses the rhinos a lot, actually. He addresses the rhinos a lot. Um, here is another campaign ad that he did, okay, again, with the guns, and I think this one talks about the rhinos. This is, again, from 2016-ish. Uh, this is his introduction campaign video, I think. Here, check it out. Eric Greitens is under attack from Obama's Democrat machine. They're trying to steal another Missouri election. But Eric Greitens is a conservative warrior, and when he fights back, he brings out the big guns. Eric Greitens. 
a governor who will set his sights on politics as usual, reduce spending, create jobs, protect life, defend the Second Amendment, and fight Obama's Democrat machine and their corrupt attacks. Good news for us, bad news for them. I'm Eric Reitens. Join our mission. Let's take back Missouri. Okay, so, um... Okay, so maybe they don't talk about uh, the rhinos in here. But the rhinos thing, it's big. Okay, I mean, come on, guys. Uh, Sorry, guys. I am just so ever so slightly discombobulated right now. I'm trying to get my thoughts together in a cohesive sentence that is coherent to your uh, 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 audio receptors and uh, transmittable to your brain. Okay, so... Okay, thoughts. All right. Eric Greitens. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. Um, no, I have plenty to say about it. Um, obviously, it is it is dangerous. Uh, but I mean, you know, he comes out with this uh, commercial at a very interesting moment in time. Is really where I'm going with this. Okay, now you know. I don't believe in coincidences. I I would dare say more than half of my audience does not believe in coincidences. Um, We're at a very, very particular time right now, okay? One that's extremely fragile for the deep state and for the establishment politicians who are part of the Uniparty, which we have defined already as uh, the two major political parties in America that formulate the same uh, end game goals uh, under uh, opposing, optically opposing uh, political parties uh, that have uh, created and divided Americans in general uh, through their establishment, okay? Uniparty. So it's very, very, very peculiar time for the Uniparty and for their media henchmen, okay? Because we are living in an era where Americans are awake. Americans clearly understand that there is something going on in the political establishment that uh, they may have known at a subconscious level, but right now they are seeing materialize in real life and outside of the doorways of mythology or conspiracy theory, you know? Um, and it's, it's shaking a lot of people awake, okay? And I think the undercurrent that is very strong right now, I mean, you want to talk about, uh, you know, what do they call those uh, undercurrents that are just, you know, super strong, uh, you know, very dangerous, right? Don't go into the ocean because there's an undercurrent and it'll just suck you right under, okay? There is that existing right now um, in our country, And the undercurrent is not the GOP. It's not the conservative movement. It's not even MAGA, okay? The undercurrent is not even uh, uh, America first, but maybe it is. What it is, is America is waking up and it's happening on all sides. So So the illustration of this undercurrent being ever so dangerous is that you will have sleeping Americans, uh, Democrats, um, uh, middle of the road, conservative Republicans, uh, those who just don't care. And they are at risk right now of getting caught up 
in this undercurrent and being taken away from their establishment controllers, from their media controllers, because people are waking up that something is going on and it's, it's weird, right? It's weird. It, it's almost as weird as I feel right now uh, with all of this medicines and stuff. But um, it, it's very peculiar time, okay? It's a very peculiar time. Um, it used to be that whenever you had these patriots or these awake Americans who are anti-establishment, you know, um, and who are uh, an obviously anti-anything Democrat, but the closest thing to those who will give a damn enough to do something about the corruption in this country and this country being taken over and uh, this country basically being sold out to corporate establishment. It was always within the Republican Party. OK, so easy, easy, easy. All you got to do is hijack the movement. OK, Th think about your Tea Party movement, right? All they had to do is send General Valley in there on his little uh, his little Trojan horse and say, I'm uh, going to lead the Tea Party to uh, a revolution in this country. Even if it's violent, we have to stop the coup of uh, these United States of America. I, General Valerie, who will be forever, uh, you know, hailed as an honor and hailed as a hero by every single stupid, uh, supposedly awake American out there, uh, every single sellout uh, influencer and, and live streamer who has him on their show to praise General Valerie. Okay, there's your, there's your signal right there if you want to see who the heck is, uh, you know, a fake influencer out there, a fake patriot making a show. Uh, see who they got on their show. If you got, if they got General Valley, either they're stupid as a doornail, okay, or they are trying to trick you, okay. Anyways, and I'm not here for that right now. Anyways, so anyways, but as an example, you uh, you turn the Tea Party into a violent uh, representational type of a group. They get demonized and they're gone. Easy to take care of. All right, it's done. Right, done and done. So. That, that was that was then, though. That was then. It was easy. Find the real patriots in the Republican Party, demonize them. Done. You know, find the real patriots in the Republican Party and then, uh, you know, infiltrate them. You know, uh, find a way to uh, get them off their base. Find a way to get them uh, marginalized from the establishment GOP, the establishment otherwise known as the rhinos. Okay. Okay. So that was easy. But what do we have happening now in the Republican Party? Well, it seems that the party of the people, the grassroots, the real Republican Party, okay, is turning on its own, right? They're turning on their own. Why? Uh, well, what do you mean they're turning on their own, Mr. C? Uh, well, I mean, we'll use Texas as an example, and we're going to talk a little bit more about Texas in a bit. But um, the very fact that at a GOP Republican convention, all of their delegates, they had over 5,000 delegates show up last weekend. Okay. They are the ones who decided the course of the Republican Party for Texas for the next year or two. You know, and what the question here is, uh, how are the Texas rhinos taking this? Now, I have not been able to find a single thing about how Texas rhinos are taking this. What does Abbott think? What does Cornyn think? And again, guys, turning on their own party is the way that the establishment and the media are trying to frame this, okay? 
Okay, we'll, we'll watch some clips in a minute, right? So it's freaking them out, basically, because they have their own party turning on them, okay? Turning on them. And uh, that's why I say it's a very peculiar time. Now, you cannot send in a general valley to hijack a movement within a party when the entire base of the state is on the same level. Okay, now, here at the Sea Report, you guys gotta know, you gotta love one of my favorite phrases, one of the favorite things I love to say, one of my staunch, like, cornerstones for this show since day one. Okay, since day one, what is it that I have been saying? It is here at the Sea Report. What time is it? What is the season? Yeah, yeah, guys, you know it's been rhino hunting season here at the Sea Report from day one, February 2nd, 2021, okay? So, like I said, too much coincidence, okay? Too much coincidence. As we get closer to restoring our republic, we are going to start to see them show them who show us who they are. Okay, they're going to show themselves, all right? Now, again, am I saying that Greitens is an operative? Am I saying that Greitens is a shill rhino? Am I saying Greitens is a Dan Crenshaw, you know? Not yet. Not yet. No, I'm not saying that just yet, guys. Operative word, yet. Okay. But they have to find another way to demonize and frame this anomaly, this phenomenon that they are seeing, guys. They have to. Okay. Because in Texas, as represented by their convention, the entire Republican Party of Texas, not the Tea Party of Texas, not any other uh, constitutional Republican or a secessionist Republican or, or militia Republican or other Republican, no one, the entire Republican Party of Texas voted down uh, their establishment candidates. They turned their back. They rebuked Cornyn, okay? So it's not like this is a sea report phenomenon, right? Rhinos have become quite um, uh, mainstream now. You know, people like us have always known that rhinos are mainstream. They're just Republicans in name only. But now they have to sell a new shtick to their audiences around America, Okay, so it's just a little bit too coincidental and too convenient for me that now we have uh, Eric Greitens coming out and uh, uh, talking about basically the fact that it's rhino hunting season. Okay, you know, why didn't I think about selling rhino hunting permits? I mean... I could have made a fortune or maybe not. You know, I think I would have sold one or two to my friends in the audience. But you know what? I'm also not, uh, you know, uh, huge about uh, hunting things. So I forget that you need a permit, you know, obviously. Okay. So it's a little too convenient to me. It's just a little bit too convenient and too coincidental. Let's hear, let's hear what uh, Greitens himself had to say when he was uh, chatting with Steve Bannon. And Steve Bannon, right from the jump, is saying, Greitens, do you think maybe 
you should have uh, used a little caution or discretion. Do you regret making this video? And Greitens, as much as I can tell, is totally, it's either this. He understands that people understand it's a joke, which is basically how I take it, you know, but clearly it leaves the door open for attack. And clearly, it leaves the door open for uh, the media to launch some type of campaign against Trump supporters. Because he is a Trump supporter, a huge Trump supporter. Uh, and, and yes, I know he's received all these uh, endorsements, etc. from people that uh, uh, some of us, if not most of us, view important to um, the cause of restoring our republic. I get it. Okay, Bannon himself, I believe, has endorsed him. But he is just, Greitens is just entirely beside himself like a little schoolgirl with how great he is for having made this ad. And um, we'll, we'll just take a look at it. Take a look at it. Eric, you put up a, a spot today that's been taken down on all social media. It's a Daily Mail. I think you're the lead story. Very controversial uh, you're a Navy SEAL, former Navy SEAL. Um, this is an action-packed uh, spot. Uh, and why are people so upset about it? And do you have a second? Do you have? Are you second-guessing yourself about whether you should have made it and put it up, sir? Uh, Steve, we are so proud that we made it, and we're glad that over 2.5 million people have already seen it. And we encourage everybody to come out to ericgreitens.com. It's www.ericgreitens.com. It's our ad for rhino hunting permits. And you can actually go out to Eric Greitens and you can get your rhino hunting permit. Because the fact is, Steve, people are sick of how rhinos have continued to stab the American people in the back. They stabbed the American people in the back on election integrity. They're watching now as this sham January 6th committee goes forward. And we should have leaders like Mitch McConnell and others who had stepped forward and get to the truth about Nancy Pelosi's failures, about federal involvement in January 6th. But instead, they sit back and they criticize President Trump. They criticize their allies. Now you've got rhinos pushing these red flag laws to take away people's weapons. They've seen how rhinos stab people in the back on the budget, supporting the Green New Deal. People are sick of the rhinos. It's why we need to have strong America first candidates in the race. And when you look at what big tech is doing now, we all saw how they played a role in the 2020 election. They censored the Hunter Biden story. We recently hosted a filming of Rigged here in Missouri about the $400 million in Zuckerbucks that Zuckerberg put into the race. And now what you're seeing is that big tech is putting their thumb on the scale, not just to defeat conservatives and defeat President Trump in the general election. They're putting their thumb on the scale in primaries to come after America first MAGA champions like me in support of rhinos. But we're not going to stand for it, Steve. We're going to win this race. And uh, and in the Senate, we're going to investigate big tech. I want everybody to go to ericgreitens.com right now to check this spot out. And let me ask you, you're an Ivy League graduate. You're a Rhodes Scholar. Um, you're a commander, former commander in the Navy SEALs. You're about as credentialized as anybody in the MAGA movement, okay, and much more. Do you think, and I understand this is a parody, and at the end you can kind of get the punch. Are you concerned that this could send the wrong signal to somebody, particularly somebody that's maybe uh, on, on, on the border? It, did you have any qualms as you put this together? Because obviously 
you're a very smart guy. I mean, for God's sake, you're a Rhodes Scholar. Did you have any qualms whatsoever as you pulled this together? Yeah, no, no qualms at all, Steve. I think that the message is extraordinarily clear that we need America first candidates who are going to come in and who are going to be serious about the America first movement because people have seen how rhinos are failing. And I think that message is incredibly clear. And we're glad that patriots around the country are picking that up and spreading that message because I am. I'm a MAGA champion and we're running in a race against rhinos. Let me ask you, you're, you've been in the heart of the establishment at the Ivy League, at Oxford, uh, at, as a commander in the Navy SEALs, and you've deployed over, you've seen these, situ these situations we've gone into. Uh, what, it, what can you tell the audience, what can you tell MAGA about, you know, wh why you would make a spot like that for rhinos to say, hey, look, we need rhino uh, hunting licenses because these guys are trying to destroy the country. What is it you saw during your lived experience that would make you almost uber or ultra MAGA? Well, look, the fact is, Steve, I have been on the front lines as a Navy SEAL. I served on the front lines. I was in Afghanistan, in Iraq, in Southeast Asia, in the Horn of Africa. Also, I did humanitarian work overseas. I worked with Bosnian refugees in refugee camps. I was in Rwanda and Zaire shortly after the genocide there. I've worked in Cambodia with kids who've lost limbs to landmines. I've seen real evil in the world, and I've also seen the magnificence of what our founding fathers created for us here in the United States of America. And I recognize, like every American does, that we are in the greatest crisis that has faced our country, certainly in my lifetime. And we have only two choices before us. One choice is surrender to leftist tyranny, or the other choice is that we take all of this pressure, all of this hardship, all of this difficulty that we're facing at the present moment, and instead we use that with a new revived call to citizenship and that we're all here for the revival of the republic. It's either surrender to leftist tyranny or the revival of the republic. I'm here for the revival, Steve, and I believe the patriots around the country are as well. If you made the argument just to, on the tactics of politics that, hey, this is probably a great ad for the base for a uh, for a primary, and I understand you're in a tough primary race, but this is the type of thing that could be used against you in a general. Does that wash with you? you do you do you say that's just nonsense, or do you agree with it? Look, first of all, not only are we dominating the primary polls, we're also dominating the general election polls. And one of the reasons why is because people recognize that we need to have fighters, we need to have truth tellers, we need to have strong and courageous leaders. It's time for us to have leaders who are willing to stand up with courage with clarity and with compassion, leaders who are willing to go to the front lines, bring the truth back, and who are willing to take on not just the left and the mainstream media, but also the rhino establishment that has continued to fail the American people. Um, I, we've recognized here in the state of Missouri, we've got lots of people who are coming out to our rallies, and we're on a no more rhinos tour all over the state. Sure, there's lots of MAGA patriots and lots of conservatives. There's also tons of Missourians who said, you know what? Our state and our country are in crisis. I'm coming out to support Eric Greitens because he's the fighter who's going to make a real difference in the U.S. Senate. Commander Greitens, how do people get to your campaign? How do they get to see this uh, controversial ad and how do they find out more about you personally? Well, we'd love to have everybody come out to ericgreitens.com. It's a really simple website. It's just ericgreitens.com. 
can come out there, go out to the About Me page. You can read, yes, Steve, about my time at Oxford, the Rhodes Scholarship, the PhD. You can certainly read about all of that stuff, but you can also read about what we're doing in this U.S. Senate race and why we are winning. Okay, I just... I don't know. There's something about this guy I don't like. Okay, now... I apologize, guys. I haven't even jumped into the chat room yet, and you guys are a flurry right now. But, okay, so... There's just... Oh, you know what? I just don't like the guy, right? No, that's not what the hell is going on here, guys. This is far too convenient. Now, I, I, what I see, you know, what, what my C-Sense is saying is this guy is not good news, okay? Now, I get Navy SEAL. And, and there were some things that were saying he was on a Navy SEAL's Team 6, which that wasn't true, okay? Former Navy SEAL, and he's milked it every step of the way since he... Uh, I haven't gotten to whether he was disgraced or whether he he left or if he had to resign or I don't know that part yet. Okay, I just barely started cracking into this Greitens guy. Uh, you know, all I know is he had extramarital affair and there was scandal because supposedly he blackmailed someone and he was, as governor of Missouri, had to step down. He served five months, okay? And in that time, I think he banned guns from the state capitol. But I'm again, I'm not 100% sure on those details uh to to use as a fact so to speak um but okay so the gun thing again let's get back to what i see happening here basically is um i see that the establishment knows that we know about rhinos okay and they need to find a way to demonize the fact that Republicans who declare their leaders as rhinos are a problem. So why not send in a former Navy SEAL, right, um, who can't even remain loyal to his own wife, but let's not even go there, okay, but, uh, but who's obviously a Trump-supporting MAGA representative, okay? You guys don't think that we have MAGA infiltrated. Okay, I don't even like to use the word MAGA. I would rather say make America great again because MAGA is the title of like what? Uh, an Illuminati Satanist priest or something like that. Okay, so I would rather say make America great again. But I'd rather say America first and screw Nick Fuentes, not literally, okay? But okay, so if we don't think that the America first movement is not also infiltrated, some of whom might be our heroes, could also be part of that infiltration. Now, am I going to bring you any sauce on this right now? No, I'm not. Am I going to bring you anything to suggest that uh, everything I say about Eric Greitens is absolutely true? No, I can't. You know, I can't do that. Um, I saw that uh, Two Rivers in the um, uh, chat room had said Rhodes Scholar is a red flag. And I'm so glad that you said that because at this point, that's really where uh, 
I searching for this uh, searching about this guy. Let me find out about his history. It's not easy enough to say that he was a lifelong Democrat until he ran as a Republican governor. You know, it's not you can't just disqualify that. I mean, because I saw Slug Trail had mentioned uh, Vernon Jones in there as well. And, you know, hey, we did an entire episode on Vernon Jones and the rape allegations and his flip flopping as a Democrat to a Republican and the racist thing as well. We did an entire episode on it, go search it, and maybe uh, you can uh, tell us what you think about it. Tell, tell me how we did here at the Sea Report reporting about Vernon Jones. But you know, it's not fair just to say that they turned uh, political parties that that they are infiltrators or that they're rhinos or you know, uh, never mind that entire episode from last night talking about uh, you know firms running uh, Democrats as Republicans. You know, okay, so isn't it crazy how this stuff happens? Now, uh, yeah, it's just there's something very uneasy about this guy right here on the screen, okay? And it's not fair enough just to say that. Uh, for those of you who are wondering about the Rhodes Scholarship thing, um, what was the name of that? There is a, uh, a man, I played, the, I played the audio clip here the, in, in its entirety, okay? Uh, on the Sea Report, or it might have been an In the Dark episode, um, I cannot remember the name of the man who made the, uh, he, he made, he, he made audio recordings like in the sixties or something like that, where he talked about, um, Adam Weishaupt and he talked about, uh, the, the Bavarian Illuminati and all of that stuff. Anyways, he talked about the Rhodes Scholarship in that presentation and how the Rhodes Scholarship was being used to uh, set up uh, their future world leaders around the world, okay? So when they say Rhodes Scholarship, like, uh, immediately an alarm went off in my head. When I was watching this, actually, before I even got into digging into Greitens, when Bannon said Rhodes Scholarship, I was like, that's, uh, that's not a good thing. Uh, I, you know, but again, it's, it's, again, it's held up as one of those very prestigious things. Okay. Uh, this article I have here, just real quick and brief, Oxford University was also the secret elite base for the Rhodes Scholarships funded by the legacy left by Cecil Rhodes when he died in 1902. Uh, Rhodes' wish was to create a worldwide secret, secret group devoted to English ideals and to the empire as the embodiment of these ideals, and the scholarships brought that international dimension to the society. They were merely a facade to conceal the secret society, or more accurately, they were to be one of the instruments by which members of the secret society could carry out his purpose. Um, uh, Professor Quigley um, leaves no doubt that the Secret Society is the real power behind the scholarships. From its inception, Rhodes Scholarships favored American students with 100 places allocated, two for each of the 50 states and territories, whereas only 60 were made available for the entire British Empire and strangely several from Germany. The best talents from the best families were to be nurtured at Oxford University and imbued with an appreciation for Englishness and the importance of the retention of the unity of the empire. That's just a small piece of information that obviously 
uh, would send the C report into uh, the uh, into the camp of what uh, conspiracy theorist, tinfoil hat wearer, uh, uh, Holocaust denier, and uh, truther. Right? Okay. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. That's what I know about that. But like I said, we're at a point where there's something weird happening in America with Americans. So saith the establishment, so saith the establishment media. And that is, uh, the Republicans are awake. You know, like, what's going on here? They're turning on their own leaders. How do you explain that away, okay? And how do you demonize them? You send in a Trump-supporting, gun-toting, Rhodes Scholar, okay, to set the stage, all right? Now, now this, is, this is, like, infantile, right? Because what are we hearing already? Uh, well, you know, we killed Dark Maga. This would have been part of Dark Maga, guys. You get it, right? And then just looking at the new advertisement that he does, okay, where he's clearly what? He's, uh, he's breaking, uh, Eric Greitens, the, uh, uh, pro-conservative, uh, pro-constitution, Trump-supporting Republican, breaking, okay, based, based on what we see in the new ad, breaking the Fourth and Fifth Amendment, right, okay, uh, unlawful search and seizure, busting down the doors, okay, I mean, hello, sir, don't you realize you made an entirely hypocritical video trying to establish yourself as a rhino hunter, okay, I mean, okay, so then, so then uh, this way, you know, once we do get uh, some off the cuff, uh, you know, uh, gun toting, uh, trigger, trigger happy um, uh, Trump supporter out there shooting at rhinos because they're pissed off. They can be like, aha, uh -huh, that show, the C report, they talked about rhino hunting season from February 2nd, 2021 on. He has to be demonized. Let's censor him, right? And that's never going to happen, right? But obviously, an example in point, okay? Because uh, the real, the real ones, the real asleep Americans have been calling out rhinos for a long time, but now rhinos have hit the mainstream, and they have to find a way to explain it away, and uh, demonize it. So dark maga was easy to kill, okay? Ultra maga is going to be harder. And, you know, I know I said, I know I said, okay, I can get behind Ultra MAGA because I heard my president himself say, uh, you know, how he accepts it and uh, the, the coronation from the idiot in, uh, in residence, uh, um, illegitimate Joe, right? Oh, it seems there's another thing that seems to be taking off from Texas. Uh, illegitimate Joe is an illegitimate president, according to the GOP convention. I guess it's not just a Mr. C thing. I guess, uh, I guess all Texans feel exactly like I do, apparently, at least all 5,000 plus that showed up to the convention, you know, uh, but um, they have to find a way to explain this away, guys. Now, I'm, uh, they're starting to use Ultra MAGA as a demonization tool against Trump supporters. You get that, right? Do you guys see that happening already? Like, they're already saying this Ultra MAGA gun-toting, uh, even, even Bannon said, uh, that you're really ultra MAGA with this uh, gun, uh, a rhino permit, uh, you know, s scheme that you have going on here, right? It's a fundraising tool, a fundraising tool. Um, we're going to uh, pay attention. And this is an interesting, okay? This is a clip from CNN that I'm going to play for you guys. And it's, it's very interesting because when I was trying to put the show together, uh, this clip actually plays on 
two points I want to make for the same show at separate times and backwards. So we're going to talk about this right now, okay? This is what Sienna is saying about Greitens and the rhino thing, okay? Uh, as to better illustrate my point, I kind of feel like I'm going to have to redo this because I am just so discombobulated right now. I feel like my points are not meshing. Uh, just, just check this out. Senate candidate and former governor in Missouri. So I often say I've lost the ability to be totally shocked in covering politics. But when I saw this uh, video pop up this morning, I was somewhat shocked. It's Eric Greitens, who resigned in disgrace uh, in 2018 as governor amid sexual assault allegations. He's denied them, just for the record. He posted, this is the start that you're seeing. This is the start of the ad. So he's walking down what looks like a suburban street with a long gun. He cocks it and says, it's time to go rhino hunting. Now, he doesn't mean rhino, R-H-I-N-O. He means rhino, R-I-N-O, Republican in name only. He then, with a tactical unit by his side in a, at a house, they bash the door down. Greitens walks in amid smoke and says, it's rhino hunting season. There's no tagging and no bagging limit, and we won't stop until we end there, you know, blah, 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 blah. Given what we've seen from the likes of Adam Kinzinger yesterday saying, look, violence is a real possibility. I've had threats made to me and my family. Given the, the rhetoric and the, the rhetoric, how it played out on January 6th, it is a remarkable thing. And most depressingly, it'll probably work and accomplish what Eric Greitens wanted. He, it had 850,000 views the last time I looked. It had been up for three or four hours. He'll use it to raise money. But whether it works or not doesn't mean whether it's right or not. And it's clearly not. It's time to go rhino hunting. I can't believe you said that. Chris Eliza, thank you. Thank you. For your reporting. Andrew is back with us. Ben Ginsburg's back with us. Wasn't that wasn't that absolutely lame? It's rhino hunting season. I can't believe he said that. Uh, that that is someone who recites lines they're told to say and has absolutely no depth of substance in what they're reporting, okay? How lame that was. Okay, so, all right, so it's, they're, okay, they're telling you, they're telling you what the deal is here, guys. They're telling you what the deal is here, okay? So, even CNN is appalled that Republicans uh, are turning against their own base. They need a way to explain it, okay? They need a way to demonize it, all right? Greitens clearly sets the stage for them, okay? Sets the stage up, all right? Not necessarily... It's, it's, it's a seed. It's a seed and it's a beginning and we're going to quash it as, as best as we can here, okay? As best as we can here because the ultra MAGA thing is starting to be used to demonize Trump supporters, because Ultra MAGA are violent, Ultra MAGA get their guns, Ultra MAGA whatever. They need a hashtag, something memeable, something identifiable, something that slaps a label on um, awake Americans that they are different from those who follow the establishment GOP, the rhinos, and that they are different from uh, people who uh, want the best for their country. That's why they're doing everything that they can right now. And uh, because of Trump himself, you know, uh, Ultra MAGA, the label has been slapped on, you know, uh, the awake American, the America first person, the uh, person who is a Trump supporter, okay, because um, it's stuck, right? It's stuck.
It, it, you know, it's kind of like Let's Go Brandon. You guys remember I was very opposed to Let's Go Brandon, and finally I was like, fine, everyone's having a good time with it, and no one seems to like when I say, you know, uh, Let's Go Brandon is whatever. Um, uh, but, but what did they start doing? They started using Let's Go Brandon as a way to identify Trump supporters and call them racist, okay, and, and, and uh, demonize them further. Now, ultimately, did it work? No, I don't think the Let's Go Brandon uh, branding did not have the effect that they wanted it to have, but they were still able to use it when, uh, when necessary to... Um, uh, to uh, completely, uh, um, like I said, uh, demonize um, uh, those who are Trump supporters, right? Uh, hold on here, guys. I need to check on something real quick. The Sea Report and all the shows on this podcast channel are 100% listener supported. We don't have corporate sponsors, we don't have independent sponsors. Our sponsors are you, the listener. So if you like the work we do and like what we have to say and contribute to the world of news and information and entertainment, please show us your support. Make a monthly donation to help sustain future episodes at anchor.fm slash the sea report. Your support is greatly appreciated. From 99 cents per month to 4.99 per month, to $9.99 per month. Every donation counts and every bit helps. Show your support for the Sea Report and other shows on this podcast channel by visiting anchor.fm slash the Sea Report. And thanks, y'all. Uh, okay, awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, so yeah, just my... Uh... My monitor computer is just totally dead, uh, apparently. Actually, I know what I could probably do. So I was just checking to make sure I was still on the air. That's why I took this pause real quick. Uh, let's see here. And I appreciate all you guys uh, hanging out. Uh, let's see here. Some of you guys are saying, you're at the top of the list. I'm sorry I haven't acknowledged you guys yet. Hold on, hold on. Uh, I'll, get, I'll get to you guys in just a sec. I'm trying to... Uh, keep maintain my composure here uh okay so what am i doing here uh i can't do that okay all right never mind that never mind that um we'll just we'll just keep moving on um what are the odds that i will have a wi-fi uh signal in my very apartment complex with the name foxhole right <laughs> I don't believe in coincidences. Uh, yeah, anyways. Okay. All right. Let me, let's just keep on going, guys. Okay. Let's just keep on going. Okay. So anyways, y'all, anyways, uh, I put as the banner here, Eric Greitens exploiting the acknowledgement and rage against rhinos. That's basically a summation of what I think about it. Um, 
yeah, I don't, I don't trust Greitens, and I'm not just the guy who comes up here and starts uh, naysaying against uh, what's popular with the party, or, you know, I'm not one of those uh, those types of individuals, right, that just goes against the grain, no. There's there's a reason for it, there's a reason for it. Uh, Greitens, again, consistent, you know, he's used guns several times in his ads before, uh, he's talked about going uh, after rhinos and establishment uh, career politicians before, very consistent, um, is is that what we want representing us as as awake Americans, as America first people? I don't want that representing me as an America first person, okay? And I don't think that disagreeing with it means I'm not serious about uh, taking my country back. I'm not serious about restoring the Republic, okay? We don't need that kind of bullshit, all right, to further uh, push us down the hill that we've already climbed so far up, okay? That's basically what I think about it. Uh, let's finish with this here clip about uh, rhinos and uh, the freak out that they have because uh, people are figuring out about rhinos. Yeah. Uh, Andy McCabe, Republican Congressman Adam Kinzinger got a death threat sent to his house at the top of the hour. We heard him warn that more political violence is on the way. And now you have this Missouri Senate candidate calling for moderate Republicans, a.k.a. rhinos, to be hunted. How concerning is this moment and how can the federal government address that kind of dangerous rhetoric when it comes from prominent politicians? Well, you know, I think you used the perfect word earlier when you referred to it as radicalization. That's what we're seeing here. It just so happens to be taking place not uh, in a foreign terrorist organization or among a, a fringe uh, right wing. It's actually taking place in a major political party. Republican, you saw the the video from the Republican convention in, in Texas, and now you have this uh, Eric Greitens is running for office as Republican. It's, um, it's not just the congressman who's warned that political violence is likely. We got a similar warning from the Department of Homeland Security just a week ago, and it is well known that extremists use these sorts of perceived grievances uh, to fuel the hatred and the anger that ultimately erupts in acts of violence. So um, for po people in, or maybe I should say, formerly in uh, positions of public trust and in politics, like the former governor, to say things that would appear to be encouraging violence or the hunting of political uh, opponents is just unbelievably dangerous and irresponsible. What can you do about that rhetoric? Very, very little. That rhetoric is protected as First Amendment protected speech um, in, in this country. So it's, yeah. it's really up to people to be responsible and to temper their own rhetoric, which seems to be something uh, that no one's doing anymore. Well, and I'm thinking about the videos we've seen now at a couple of these hearings where you hear directly from insurrectionists saying, I came here because... Trump told me to come. Right. So people are listening to these politicians and are, are taking their cues from them. How dangerous, Ben, is it that Trump's false election conspiracy is about to become the official platform of the GOP in Texas? Well, it's very disturbing that, that this is happening. You know, um, it's a time when the Republican National Committee itself should step up and say it is not appropriate to have uh, state parties. Okay, we're going to pause it there because we're going to talk about that next, guys. We're going to talk about that next. Um, okay, but you, okay, so leave it to CNN to bring a disgraced and fired 
former FBI, what, director, deputy director, Andy McCabe, like, you're really gonna listen to him? But he clearly spells it out for you guys about extremists and all these things. You see how it goes hand in hand with the narrative, okay? And they are using a pro-Trump person who has received, like I said, several endorsements. He received what? I think he got endorsed by Wendy Rogers, General Michael Flynn. I'm pretty sure Bannon endorsed him as well. Okay, and they adore him. They adore him. That just leaves me more questions about these people that endorsed him, right? No, I mean, I'm, I'm playing. I'm not like, like that extreme, right? Of an individualist or whatever. Um, but uh, it's just something to be aware of ladies and gentlemen, and something that definitely I wanted to talk about. I just, I apologize. I wasn't able to spell it out any clearer, uh, in the last hour, just, uh, these, these important topics that come up when one is sick. It's crazy. It's crazy. Anyways. Okay. Um, let me jump into chat real quick. Uh, you guys have been at it since I've been on the air. So I apologize again. Uh, I know I saw Slug Trail, Casual GG17, uh, Rail and On, Two Rivers in the house. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Uh, we'll revisit this this situation later. I promise, guys. We'll we'll get back to it. I'm just kind of sounding an alarm here, you know. And I don't think I'm being a party pooper uh, or I'm being uh, too serious about uh, certain ad campaigns. Okay, um, that vacant um, smile and you know otherwise uh, girlish happiness from Greitens over how great his uh, ad was. It, it was just way too uh, off, off putting for me. Uh, thank you for the 117 gold pills, uh, railing on. And uh, again, welcome, welcome. Let me see what you guys got going on. Tam Grell, what's up? How are you doing? Uh, I got you guys all over the place right now. Jeez Louise, y'all are talking about... Uh, the Holocaust in the chat room. <laughs> Wowzers. Uh, okay, uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Um, yeah, we don't talk about the Z word yet. Okay, but we'll get there eventually. We will get there eventually. Um, what else do you guys got going on? So we can move on, move on, move on. YouTuber says they called us deplorable now ultra maga and both we tried to flip it for good. Well, we 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 flip deplorable. That's that's a hundred percent a reality. Ultra maga though, even though I think I think it's been somewhat successful of a flip. It's uh, you know, you're not going to have CNN out there or whomever. I don't care if it's CNN or not. Uh, whomever saying. Uh, uh, the deplorables are ultra violent and blah, blah, but they couldn't do that with uh, deplorable. The branding's not there. Um, it represented the, in it was during, while Trump was in office, obviously, it represented the entire uh, conservative body. Uh, but ultra MAGA, where there is a, a separate GOP establishment, uh, is definitely easy to label, whether we turn it good or not. There is no turning Ultra Maga good, okay? There is no, at least for the intention and purposes of those that want to use it to demonize, identify, tag, label, name, you know, identify, demonize people who are Trump supporters or 
America First People or Awake Americans. There's just no way. It's too on branding, okay? Um, we can't run away with Ultra MAGA and throw it in their faces like we can with Deplorable. Because Deplorable is obviously beyond a negative connotation, okay? So to throw it in their faces is very easy when we embrace something that was supposed to have been uh, pejorative. But Ultra MAGA, there's nothing pejorative sounding about that. There's nothing debasing about that. There's nothing negative in connotation about that except for how they're going to use it to demonize us, okay? Th that makes sense? I think it makes sense, anyhow. Um, slug trail sorry being called goyim really gets my biscuits a burning well you know i mean uh why don't you take goyim and turn it into something and you know it's not that's not even really fair because not i didn't even know what the hell goyim was because obviously i'm not jewish right i don't speak any of those languages i had no concept of what goyim was i had to look it up and i was like oh you know oh Something that, you know, elitist, whatever, 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 call the, what, the Gentiles, call the, 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 the lower of the earth, the uber, ubermenschen or ubermensch or whatever the Nazis or the Germans call them, you know, the subhumans, whatever. I mean, who cares? Who cares if they call you subhuman or goyim or ubermensch or, or groper, you know, who cares? Like, honestly, it's... Why, why are we going to get our panties in a twist over a label that means nothing, you know? Anyways, uh, just saying, just saying, Slug Trail. Um, just saying. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> hey, Sonia C., what's going on? Good to see you. I, you just entered into this crazy uh, in, uh, environment I've created in today's show. Um... It looks like some of you guys are fighting. You, you behave in there. Behave down in there, guys. Stop fighting. <laughs> you see, I'm not here to divide. I'm not here to separate. My bad. Um, okay. All right. Uh, you know, it's always interesting when I have... It's always interesting to me when I bring up certain topics that provoke people I've never, ever seen in my life in my chat room to come up and use, like, one-liners. There was one earlier at the top. I don't remember who it was. They, they vanished again into the, uh, into the ether. Uh, what did they say? They said something about... Uh, uh, basically, it was a comment that seemed like they disagreed with my point of view on Greitens. Anyways, it's whatever. Uh, but what is this... <sighs> Oh, okay, okay. No, no, no. You guys are obviously having a back and forth. Tune the pink. What's up? Good to see you, Tamgirl. Thank you for the can. I'm just so... I'm, I am for certain is due to give me an apology for cursing at me. That was so immature. Uh... <laughs> Sam Growl, I'm not going to spank you guys. I mean, I believe in discipline, but you know, okay. So, okay. I'm sorry. I need to, I need to really focus here, guys. I just, I want to know what you guys are arguing about in the, this Cooper Jr. pops up. Yeah, I think I've seen Cooper before. It says, by the way, Roger Strone is a tranny loving sex freak that works for military intelligence. <laughs> uh, it's true. No, actually, I don't know. I don't know that. <laughs> 
I don't know that the tranny thing is true, okay? But I do know the military intelligence, and he's also a Zionist as well, if that makes any difference to anybody. Um, Self-avowed, I've seen him, I saw him with my own eyes and heard him with my own ears say it. Anyways, guys, okay, let's get into tonight's report. Okay, I'm, I am, I'm quickly melting away here inside my head. Uh, Trump statements. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Why does this not look the way I want it to look? Uh, hold on. Oh, this might be why. Trump statements. Trump statements. Here we go. Here we go. Let's get going, guys. Let's get going. Um, all right. Uh, big victory for religious liberty and school choice in just out U.S. Supreme Court decision. Uh, vote was six to three. Congratulations to all who fought so hard for this. Guys, I'm going to be 100% with you. I am. I, I understand what some of this is about, but I didn't was have not been paying attention to the there are numerous Supreme Court decisions happening right now, not just Roe v. Wade. Okay. There are numerous Supreme Court decisions out right now. I know at least one person has been trying to get us to pay attention to it. Um, and apparently Roe v. Wade and everything else that's happening right now are distracting us from these very important U.S. Supreme Court decisions that are happening right now. Okay, so I need to actually look at that. But this is a good thing, though, because this was something that the Supreme Court was mulling over. Um, school choice, etc. I'll dig into this more. Maybe I shouldn't even have shared this um, truth right now because uh, I'm not prepared for it. I'm ill prepared for it. Um, okay, uh, here's another one on the Supreme Court. Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court must find, reveal, and punish the leaker. Very easy to do. Go to the reporter who received the leak. This is a tremendously serious matter that has never happened to anywhere near this extent before. The court will be compromised and demeaned until this very problem is solved. Okay. And again, uh, I guess with uh, a statement like this and also um, Roe v. Wade thing happening and the school choice thing happening, uh, you know that I'm just looking for the perfect excuse to play this little clip, uh, uh, which is exactly how uh, the left must feel right now about the Supreme Court. Did I erase it? <laughs> oh, it's right here. Here, guys. I hate the Supreme Court! Okay, I just... I'm looking for a reason to play that anyways. <laughs> so the left, that's exactly how they feel right now. Okay, that's how they feel. All right, moving right along. Let's see what the next statement says. Oh. Sorry, I froze for a second. I'm very well aware. Uh, Wi-Fi is acting silly today, right? They're like, uh, Mr. C's got a sizable audience past 8 o'clock. Oh, no, quickly, freeze his, uh, freeze his Wi-Fi. Anyways, okay, uh, let's see here. Well, my audience went back down in size anyways, right? Okay, well, the crazed... I'm a leading in all the polls. Democrats are coming at me on all fronts, even after years of beating them back on their lame-brained and fully debunked schemes of Russia, Russia, Russia. 
two fake impeachments, the no collusion Mueller report, and to top it all, illegally spying on my campaign and me, including while I was in the Oval Office. They are now playing the ridiculous insurrection card. Same sick people each time. I guess it must be Trump derangement syndrome. Yep, it certainly must be, Mr. President. Uh, as you know, they're going after uh, people who use the word rhino now, right? You, uh, you know he knows about rhinos. <laughs> Why now, right? Are they, are they going after rhinos? Why now? Okay. Okay. Next statement from the Prez. Why isn't the unselect committee of political thugs who have criminalized justice to a level uh, never before seen in our country going after the people who illegally spied on my campaign? Why are they not? Why aren't they? Why are they not? Uh, why aren't they calling Nancy Pelosi or the D.C. mayor who are in charge of security to ask why they turned down 10 to 10,000 to 20,000 National Guard troops or soldiers prior to January 6th? Why won't they discuss the massive voter fraud and irregularities that took place in the election? The reason January 6th happened. Good questions. Good questions. Uh, the unselect committee refused to debate the election results. The reason for the massive crowd on January 6th, because they can't. Again, this is true. Uh, such tremendous innuendo, or such tremendous lies and innuendo took place yesterday at the unselect committee on January 6th. They don't want the facts of the election or discussions of the security breach by Pelosi and the Dems. Um, they only want to continue the greatest witch hunt in our country's history. You will never get the truth when you have biased and hateful witnesses who are allowed to go on and on without even the slightest cross-examination. Republicans should be allowed representation. I'm pretty sure that statement has uh, to do with the equal rights, uh, equal time thing, right? The equal time thing. Uh, next statement, the deal on gun control currently being structured and pushed in the Senate by the radical left Democrats with the help of Mitch McConnell, Rhino Senator John Cornyn of Texas and others will go down in history as the first step in uh, the movement to take your guns away. Republicans, be careful what you wish for. And be careful, President Trump, because if you use a word like rhino, they're going to say that you're an extremist and they'll easily censor you just again, Elon Musk or not, right? Anyhow, I think this is our final statement. Nope, it's not. A perfect phone call to discuss a rigged and stolen election and what to do about it with many people, including lawyers and others, knowingly on the line. The second call was likewise perfect. Thank you to the Washington Compost for their retraction of an incorrect story. That's right. So again, what, what, didn't we talk about this yesterday? Um, the Washington Compost, as featured in the article we featured yesterday, right? The Great American Conservative or whatever. Um, talking about how the Washington Compost had to retract that original story that was leaked by Jordan Fuchs, Rhino, Deputy Secretary of State in Georgia, okay? <sighs> yeah, I'm not going to stop saying rhino because Greitens puts out an ad that makes the entire left um, have the ability to demonize those who use the word rhino. 
I've been using that word far too long here. It's been rhino hunting season for far too long here, guys. Okay. I'm not going to embrace it like uh, Nick Fuentes in America First. Okay. Not going to do it. Um, but, but again, they're all rhinos. Anyways. So yeah, perfect phone call. I'm glad that President Trump uh, mentioned that uh, because after all, the Washington Compost had to retract the story. Hello. I mean, there's more evidence against that stupid progressive DA in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Last statement for today. Wow, look at the great state of Texas and their powerful Republican Party platform on the 2020 presidential election fraud. After much research and study, they disavow the national results for president. Such courage, but that's why Texas is Texas. They know that a country cannot survive without free and fair elections and strong borders. Mm. Yep, that's right. President Trump giving the state of Texas a shout out today. But again, like I said, I am absolutely curious how the GOP establishment rhinos in Texas are taking this, okay? Because uh, it's, the, it's the people that set the platform, okay? Not those who are currently elected, not the state house, um, and definitely not the establishment Republicans, also known as career politicians, also known as rhinos, okay? Very, very interesting, I think, ladies and gentlemen. Very interesting indeed. Because um, none of them are talking yet. But you heard that guy on that previous uh, clip we just played that said, I think that the uh, national establishment Republican Party needs to uh, disavow it, needs to uh, not honor it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We'll get, we'll get into it. Don't worry. We'll get into it. Uh, for the time being, though, let's go ahead and talk about the Republican Party uh, of Texas, the GOP, sending shockwaves in across, I mean, I mean yeah, that, that might be a little bit dramatic, sending shockwaves across America, maybe, maybe not, you know, um, definitely uh, causing the establishment media to talk about it, um, to really put their true uh, two words into it, their, sen- their uh, two cents, so to speak. Ha <laughs> ha! I like making fun of that guy. <laughs> okay, anyways, so, um, <coughs> where was I? Uh, let's look at some articles. Um, let's talk about Cornyn first. Okay, Cornyn's finally seeing his day in the sunlight. Uh, the sunlight, of course, being that which disinfects, uh, you know, uh, lies, deception, evilness, etc. Um, so, uh, he, he is where he belongs at the moment, I would definitely say. And uh, booed across the board at his um, at his uh, his own party's convention. You know that is what is freaking people out in the establishment. That is what is freaking out the media, uh, and they no longer have a way to easily label it until Greitens came out, right? To easily label it um, because it's the entire party of a state, the entire party of a state you know, uh, rebukes Senator Cornyn on stage. You know, he's, he's licking his dry lizard lips in this picture here, guys. Um, let's, uh, let's look at an article. 
Um, some Texas Republicans boo at Senator Cornyn, some Texas Republicans, on GOP convention. Uh, screams of rhino and boos drowned out most of what Senator John Cornyn had to say at the Texas State Convention uh, on Friday for the GOP. Ignoring his critics, Cornyn continued speaking over the din about gun legislation, right-to-life issues, and opposing the Green New Deal, which calls for phasing out fossil fuels. I really, really need to get a copy of that speech. Now, little is it known, uh, Cornyn's speech was about 40 minutes long, y'all, which means he remained on stage throughout the booing and throughout all of that dissension for 40 minutes. <laughs> now that is, uh, that's a feat, I would have to say, honestly. <laughs> that is a feat, I would have to say, for him to be able to stay on stage for almost an hour through all of the booing and all of the shoutdowns. Hey, it is DJ Ping 254. What is going on? Uh, Mr. Ping, how are you doing? I hope you are well. And uh, I apologize for not being in touch, but thanks for joining us over at Twitch. Uh, party, 100%. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. The people are the party. And uh, Texas is showing that to the world and America right now. And what can happen um, when the people actually decide to put their minds to it now, let's get back to this uh, article. It says, um, Many delegates expressed frustration over Cornyn's negotiation with Democrats on gun legislation that would incentivize state red gun flag laws, or red flag gun laws. Uh, red flag laws allow the government to confiscate guns from those who may harm themselves or others. Many Republicans feel such, violate, such laws violate the Second Amendment and give the government a tool to disarm citizens, just like Greitens gave the left a tool to demonize Trump supporters. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, Rhino, tapped Cornyn, Rhino, to negotiate with Democrats to curb gun violence. The bipartisan effort came on the heels of the Uvalde, Texas school shooting, where, uh, whatever, okay, so anyways... Um, no red flag laws, the crowd chanted while calling for Cornyn to get off the stage. Several stood up and gave him a thumbs down sign. I'm surprised they didn't give him the bird. I'm sure some did. Uh, Lincoln Achille, a delegate from the Trophy Club area in North Texas, told the Epoch Times the red flag provision in gun legislation Cornyn worked on is not the first time the senator has strayed off the conservative path he pointed to Cornyn's work with Democrats on an infrastructure bill. He's consistently wrong, Achille said. Um, I had such high hopes for him. I don't know what he's thinking nowadays. Nowadays, not everyone felt Cornyn was in the wrong. Uh, can you write that someone, some people call, can you write that some people like Cornyn asked a delegate who did not wish to be named? She told the Epoch Times that Cornyn was often in a difficult position in the Senate and her fellow delegates had been disrespectful. Okay, uh, this is where we start to really separate and mince into things, guys, because we want to be apologists for someone who is not standing up for the Second Amendment. We want to be apologists for someone who does not stand up for the First Amendment, who doesn't stand up for Texans, 
because he's in a tough spot in the Senate. What There would be no tough spots if we did not have people who sell out values, morals, constitution, rights. You know, we wouldn't be in that tough spot. If we didn't have someone who was afraid of losing their political power or someone who was afraid of losing their political seat or afraid of someone who is uh, someone uh, losing someone who's afraid of getting thrown out of the party because they don't agree with the establishment GOP rhinos. Okay, we cannot make excuses anymore. Basically, is what I'm thinking based on that. Right, he's in a tough spot in the Senate. What does that mean? That he might uh, get booted out of the party. Uh, that he might uh, lose political clout if he stands up for what Texans want. I mean, what does that mean? He's in a tough spot with the Senate. Who's putting him in that tough spot? Other rhinos in the Senate? Well, we wouldn't have rhinos in the Senate if we did something about it. Okay, and then they wouldn't be in a tough spot. Uh, he's in a tough spot because of the Democrats in the Senate. You know, it makes no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever, especially considering that the Senate is controlled by Republicans in Texas. Okay, it makes no sense. All right, it makes no sense whatsoever. Okay. Anyways, uh, there's a mention here of Alan West uh, and Abbott. Abbott did not get booed off of the uh, GOP stage during the convention. Uh, interesting enough, because I know plenty of uh, Texas Republicans that view um, Abbott as a rhino. Okay, so uh, that's some kind of a gauge there or meter for me to check. I will keep that in mind. Um, <clears throat> Abbott has not always been in step with state party leaders. Yep, that's true. Uh, Alan West, former chairman of the Texas Republican Party, criticized Abbott's handling of the pandemic. Um, well... All I can say is uh, little Georgia here in Texas, as far as the primaries are concerned, uh, big Georgia over there in Atlanta, uh, definitely illustrated how they did it. Okay, so uh, I got another article here. Texas GOP delegates rebuke senior senator over gun control legislature. We're just going to pick on uh, Cornyn a little bit more from the Epoch Times. Um Texas Republican Party delegates on June 16th unanimously approved a resolution rebuking the state's senior U.S. senator and other Republican lawmakers for working with Democrats on gun control proposals that they say disagreed uh, disregard the Second Amendment. The resolution criticized U.S. Senator John Cornyn, who led the group of GOP lawmakers who helped put together a bipartisan legislative package in response to a mass shooting, whatever. That's not the reason why they did it, but it's definitely the reason why they are exploiting it. Uh, the resolution rejects the bipartisan gun agreement and said red flag laws violate due process and are a pre-crime punishment for people not adjudicated guilty. It added that those under 21 are most likely to be victims of violent crime and need to defend themselves. It said all gun control is a violation of the second amendment. Many delegates booed Cornyn and called him a rhino, Republican in name only, during a speech he gave at the GOP convention on June 17th. State uh, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell had asked Cornyn to negotiate. He's also a rhino, Mitch McConnell, uh, just in case anyone wasn't sure about that. Uh, the bipartisan effort is in response to the... <sighs> Stop talking about that. Cornyn ignored his critics while speaking over the din about gun legislation, uh, rights to life issues, and opposing the Green New Deal. 
Um, Mark Ramsey, a delegate from Harris County and a former congressional candidate, told the Epoch Times that resolutions don't occur at every state GOP convention. And to have one passed unanimously, which happened on the gun control resolution, was something that never happens. The delegates voted to narrow 15 top legislative priorities to eight. However, the results of the vote were not immediately available. They also voted on a platform that includes included 275 issues called planks, which with results to be later released. The number one ranked legislative priority was to protect elections, which has been a top priority in the past. The election security measure would restore felony penalties and enact civil penalties for election code violations while allowing any Texas jurisdiction, including the state attorney general, to enforce election laws, which is important because um, the Texas Supreme Court had just stripped um, A.G. Paxton from the ability to have jurisdiction over election penalties. Okay. Anyways, it's crazy. Um, delegates passed a second resolution saying that they believe that the 2020 election violated the U.S. Constitution and that various state secretaries of state illegally circumvented their legislature to conduct their elections. Uh, that resolution went on to say that Texas delegates believe that substantial election fraud in key metropolitan areas significantly affected the results in five key states in favor of Biden. And you know what? I have the damn resolutions here. And because I feel like this is watering it down. Okay. I feel like this is watering what happened down. Okay. Um, let's take a look at the, uh, see, uh, James Weselek, communications director for the Republican party of Texas told Epoch times that 5,500 delegates attended the convention, which offers Republicans an opportunity to set priorities in their next legislative session in 2023 and elect party leaders. hundred percent. Um, let's look at the Biden thing. Texas GOP passes resolution declaring Biden not legitimately elected. Okay. This is another thing that is absolutely uh, turning the establishment on both parties and the media uh, on their head, okay? Because uh, the entire GOP is represented here through that convention. That's why they need Greitens to come out with this rhino thing for Trump supporters. They need to get ahead of this as much as possible, y'all. Um, Texas Republicans have passed a resolution stating that President Joe Biden was not legitimately elected and that substantial election fraud in key metropolitan areas influenced the results of the 2020 presidential election in favor of Biden. Okay. Um, it says here, we believe that the 2020 election violated Article 1 and 2 of the U.S. Constitution, that various secretaries of state illegally circumvented their state legislatures in conducting their elections in multiple ways, including by allowing ballots to be received after November 3rd. Uh, so, says the state, so says the state resolution passed on June 18th, the last day of a three-day biannual Texas Republican Convention held in Houston. We believe that substantial election fraud in key metropolitan areas significantly affected the results in five key states in favor of Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. We reject the certified results of the 2020 presidential election, and we hold that acting president Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. was not legitimately elected by the people of the United States. The state's Republican Party, the largest in the nation, passed the resolution after delegates sat through a June 16th screening of 2000 Mules, a documentary directed by conservative author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, we know all about uh, 2000 Mules, so we're not going to um, 
read into that in this article. It goes on to talk about the difference between ballot harvesting and ballot trafficking and how some states allow versions of it or uh, very small parts of that. Um, it says here, the Texas Republican Party passed the resolution on June 18th during a voting session on the party's platform and legislative priorities. The approved platform also recommends numerous measures to bolster election integrity including implementing voter photo ID and in-person voting and tightening the voter registration process. Other issues endorsed in the state Republicans' latest platform include a call to abolish abortion, preserve gun rights, remove Marxist ideology and critical race theory from schools, and ban, ban gender modification for children. Okay, all that is correct and on point. Let's look at their priorities, the, uh, the eight main uh, priorities here for Texas, just so we're clear, okay, about what we're doing here. Uh, where'd it go? This is from the uh, Texas GOP website. And this, these are our planks here in the great state of Texas. Let me go ahead and maximize that for better viewing. Okay. Uh, it says, um, Austin, Texas, okay, uh, this was just released. Uh, the Republican Party of Texas released their legislative priorities for the 88th session 2023 through 2024. Chairman Matt Rinaldi said, we are proud to be grassroots-led party and look forward to supporting these priorities next legislative session. These priorities indicate that Republican delegates want our legislature to prioritize protecting our rights, our borders, and our children. Protect our elections, restore felony penalties, and enact civil penalties for election code violations, which shall be enforceable by any Texas jurisdiction, including the Texas Attorney General, require citizenship verification of each voter, restrict the distribution of mail-in ballots to only disabled military and citizens that are out of the country, reduce the time allowed for early voting, and eliminate the three-day gap between early voting and election day, establish closed primaries in Texas, as technology evolves, we encourage the passage of legislation that ensures the security of our elections. Ban Democrat chairs to ensure all legislative Republican priorities are given a fair opportunity to become law. The Republican-controlled Texas legislature shall adopt a rule that would end the practice of awarding committee chairmanships to Democrats. Abolish abortion by ensuring the right to life and equal protection of the laws to all pre-born children from the moment of fertilization, including adopting effective tools to ensure the enforcement of our laws to protect life um, when district attorneys fail to do so, stop sexualizing Texas kids, um, that is, uh, to repeal Texas Penal Code Obscenity Exemption 43.24c, which allows children access to harmful, explicit, or pornographic materials, and 43.25f23, which allows sexual performance by a child. What the hell is this? In addition, prohibit teaching exposure and or discussion of sexual matters, mechanics, feelings, orientation, or gender identity issues, and prohibit use or provision of related uh, books and other materials using criminal, civil, or other enforced measures. I don't know what the hell I just read. Allows perfor sexual performance by a child? 
That's in our penal code? Oh my God. Okay, so I don't know about you guys, but I feel dizzy. <laughs> Banned gender modification of children. Uh, Texas must ban chemical castration, puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, genital mutilation, bodily alteration surgery, uh, psychological, social transitioning, and any other methods applied to a perform or performed on child children. That's you know, you know, the, those are the things that Abbott could not get passed last year. Okay, which it should have been passed. Okay, died in committee. Uh, I don't actually don't even know if it made it to the calendar. Uh, secure the border and protect Texans. Texas shall immediately deny all taxpayer-funded services and subsidies to illegal aliens. Uh, we call upon the governor to assert his duty under Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3 of the Constitu U.S. Constitution to declare an invasion on our Texas border and do everything in his power to protect Texans from the invasion. The legislature shall direct the governor to enter into an interstate compact with any one or more states for border security and uh, parental rights and educational freedom. Parents are the primary decision makers of their children in all matters. This authority shall uh, be protected as an, an, an inalienable right. This shall include the choice of schooling where the money follows a child without strings attached and enforcement and penalty mechanisms when parents' rights are violated. The rights to education shall be free from any social theories. Defend our gun rights, protect our gun rights against threats such as red flag laws, federal, state, and other restrictions by strengthening and preserving our inalienable rights under the Second Amendment to protect our life, liberty, and property. The Texas legislature should eliminate gun-free zones. Okay, so those are the priorities of the Texas GOP, which I gotta say, I agree with all of them. Two Rivers asks a good question. Does that decertify? Doesn't seem like it by those words. Yeah, I would agree with you on that one, Two Rivers. Now, now we're going to go back to this video, guys. <laughs> okay, so uh, let, let me uh, get this ready to roll for you. It's probably going to have a commercial in it. I wouldn't doubt it. So uh, let's see here. Come on, show yourself, commercial. <coughs> okay, maybe not giving you a fair enough opportunity. We're almost done here, guys. I'm going to be cutting it in a few minutes. Um, we'll finish talking about Texas. And then I am going to skedat for the night because uh, feeling kind of funny at the moment. Um, let's see here. Sorry, I'm rewinding the clip now. Okay. And, uh, all right, here we go, guys. Here's that clip again. Famous CNN clip. I want to talk about Texas for a moment, where Trump's election lies just got a step closer to becoming an official part of the Republican platform. Again, this happened in Texas this weekend at the GOP convention in Houston. Let's go to CNN politics reporter and editor-at-large, Chris Saliza. Chris, walk us through this. Yeah, Anna. So first to note, the Texas Republican Party had not met formally in a convention setting since 2018. I guess they made up for lost time. All right. So let's let's just start with some of what is in the Republican platform that was approved this weekend. Uh, quick note, all this stuff has to be formalized later, but we expect that it will be. OK, first of all, 
it approved a measure that Biden was not legitimately elected. This is, I'm, I'm going to write this because it's important. Not true. Uh, my mom is going to yell at me for my poor penmanship, but that says not true. Uh, they rebuke the 10 GOP senators. So, I mean, maybe uh, CNN isn't calling it the big lie anymore. <laughs> Clearly still peddling their propaganda, right? Who have backed the bipartisan gun reform bill, obviously still talking about what the text will look like, what they'll do. But th that includes uh, right here, that includes John Cornyn of uh, Texas. I'm going to get back to him. And they declared homosexuality an abnormal lifestyle choice. That's some of what they did in terms of the platform. Now, here's some of what they said. Let's play it. This is about John Cornyn, senator from Texas, and Dan Crenshaw, member of Congress from Texas, both Republicans. Let's play that. So let's just put a little context on it. The guy screaming, I patch McCain at Dan Crenshaw. I don't know if that guy who knew, knew this or not, but let's educate him. Dan Crenshaw lost his eye while serving in Afghanistan. So, so what's that, what's that supposed to mean? Uh, CNN, um, you know, anchor person. He's like, let's educate this guy. Uh, I patch McCain got his eye patch serving in Iraq. Or war Afghanistan. Is that supposed to mean something? Is this supposed to mean he's not a rhino? Uh, do you think that you just totally like uh, um, uh, uh, put that uh, clearly awake American in his spot? Uh, did you shame him? I don't think so. I don't give a damn. You know, and that's another thing, you know, because some people get caught up on this, especially like in Crenshaw's case. Some people get caught up in this. They served which means they are infallible and they would never betray their country. Bullshit, okay? That's bullshit. Now, obviously, obviously, you know, I honor and respect those who served our nation. Hello, I mean, they're doing something I could never have done. Not that I could never have done, but I never did. You know, whatever. Like, you, got, you get what I mean, right? But that does not mean that they would not betray their own country or that they should have some kind of uh, preference, dominant preference, uh, in respect to their honor and where they stand. I mean, look at Ipatch McCain. He's a total rhino. He's a World Economic Forum hack. He's done everything in his power to uh, he put in red gun flag laws. I mean, uh, red flag gun laws. Like, he was one of the first, at least in recent history, to try and push those things. And no one saw it at the time because he lost his eye in Afghanistan, you know? It don't mean bullshit, guys. It don't mean bullshit if they served, if they are still traitors to our nation, our constitution, and our republic. I'm pretty sure most of my audience would agree with that. Now, you see that. It's like suddenly there's this, the, just in the few minutes that we watched, the two minutes we watched right there, there's a sudden flurry across America of Republicans turning on Republicans. Like They need a way to explain this, okay? And Greitens has opened up the door for them to put a label on us, okay? And it will be any awake American that uses the word rhino, okay? Those are the ones to go after, 
cherry on top. Did you, uh, did you guys catch uh, that, uh, uh, you know, Greitens is a Trump supporter? So, right. So, they're going to go after any awake American that uses the word rhino. And Greitens gave them a beautiful package as a Trump supporter who also now has used the word rhino in association with guns and hunting them. Okay. There's the connect. All right. There's the connect. And don't damn tell me that Greitens was a Navy SEAL, so there's no way that he is a uh, establishment, GOP, rhino, shill, operative, uh, New World Order, World Economic... Don't tell me that crap, okay? Look at Crenshaw, Greitens. Crenshaw, Greitens. Hello? Is it a coincidence that both of these people served at pretty high echelons in our military? I don't think so. Oh, there's that. There's also that incredibly awkward thing that politicians occasionally have to endure where... You saw John Cornyn in that first clip. There's just booing going on, and he's he's got that, like, <laughs> please let this end, smile on his face. So you can see that this speaks to the fact neither of these guys, Cornyn or Crenshaw, are, are moderates at all. And yet they're being booed, they're being cajoled, they're being uh, bullied uh, at their own party's convention. It's remarkable. And so, so much of the GOP is on this extreme end yeah. of the political spectrum. But the radicalization, if you want to call it that, isn't just happening in Texas, right? Tell us about this disturbing new campaign rhetoric from a Republican Senate candidate and former governor in Missouri. So I often say I've lost the ability to be totally shocked in covering politics. But when I saw this uh, video pop up this morning, I was somewhat shocked. It's Eric Greitens who resigned. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Mr. C from The C Report, and I'm stopping in for just a sec to encourage you guys to head over to thecreport.com. At thecreport.com, you can get more information on The C Report, check out episode resources, follow our blog and get new articles every week, join our mailing list, and stay abreast on the latest news and information. That's right, head on over to thecreport.com. That's www.thecreport.com. And be sure to follow us on our social medias, Truth Social, Rumble, Twitch, Clout Hub, and Hill.net. Okay, we're not going to watch it again. But do you see where that lead up went? It started with Texas. It started with uh, Trump. And uh, apparently the entire Republican Party turning on the national Republican Party, right? The Republican Party of Texas, okay? Turning on them. And, uh, and, and this was their narrative string here, guys. Let's talk about Texas. Let's talk about the Texas GOP. Let's talk about the Texas GOP and Trump and their illegitimate, uh, their illegitimate uh, lies about, well, their illegitimate lies about, the, about Biden, right? And, and let's string that together with uh, extremism and, and rhinos, oh, and then Greitin and rhinos and guns and extremism, okay, it, it, their narrative string, just, just like that, guys, just 100% like that, you know, and that is how they're going to do it, all right? They're going to take the momentum of uh, America First uh, people, supporters, and they are going to, uh, you know, string it to 
Greitens, guns, and rhinos, okay? And then they're going to shoot it out, and they're going to use that to label anyone who uses rhinos as an extremist, okay? And and then they're going to tie that to the Trump supporters because Greitens was a Trump supporter. So clearly, you have to be a Trump supporter to be an extreme American. And you know what? Greitens is also ultra MAGA. So, um, you know, that you are ultra MAGA. You are clearly um, a violent racist. Uh, all of that, guys. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to allow these thoughts to... Um, what do you call it? I'm going to allow these thoughts to really, really set in your mind about where they're going with this, guys. And that's why we're going to listen to, uh, I don't want to hear Andrew McCabe again. Uh, Shut up, McCabe. Okay. We don't need to listen to that lying, treasonous rhino. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be absolutely fun using rhino from now on, right? Now that they're trying to demonize it. And in politics, like the... Very, very little. That rhetoric is protected as First Amendment protected. Well, and I'm thinking about the videos we've seen now, a couple of these hearings where you hear directly from insurrectionists saying, I came here because Trump told me to come. So people are listening to these politicians and are, are taking their cues from them. How dangerous, Ben, is it that Trump's false election conspiracy is about to become the official platform of the GOP in Texas. Well, it's very disturbing that, that this is happening. You know, um, it's a time when the Republican National Committee itself should step up and say it is not appropriate to have uh, state parties or gubernatorial candidates uh, saying such things. Now, I've been to Texas Republican conventions. Uh, they are a spirited group and they do not represent, uh, even today, the mainstream of the Texas Republican Party, John Cornyn and Dan Crenshaw are the elected officials, and they got there by by getting elected, uh, which nobody in that convention did. In terms of Greitens, it's worth noting that the Republican national leadership uh, knows that it would be bad for Republicans to have Greitens as the nominee, and Mitch McConnell's super PAC and and other other national groups are backing other candidates in hopes that Greitens um, does get defeated. But the larger point is that Donald Trump's rhetoric has caused an uptick in violence, as Andy said, that is absolutely 100% right, really disturbing. Donald Trump had his day in court. He lost all but one of the 64 cases he brought. Um, Regarding the election fraud claims, right. Yeah, with the election fraud claims and to continue with the rhetoric when he couldn't produce evidence and couldn't win in court uh, puts the country in a really bad place. Ben Ginsburg and Andrew McCabe, I really appreciate Okay, so yeah, there you go. More of that, ladies and gentlemen, more of that. Um, so, you know... Um, excuse me. I mean that that basically is is where we will uh where we will uh remain ladies and gentlemen until uh we see what is going to happen next. Yeah, I'm I'm fairly fairly comfortable with my point of view about this Greitens matter. Um but I just feel like that is the uh conversation they are setting up next 
uh, most definitely in that regard. Um, I'm still going to be paying attention to uh, obviously what's going to happen with the Texas GOP because even like that guy said, he's like uh, Cornyn and Crenshaw, they're the elected ones here, not the people in uh, Texas. I mean, basically he just said the people of Texas, the people in general, they're not the ones who decide. The ones who are elected are the ones who decide. Okay. So uh, that was very telling and very obvious uh, what that man said, if y'all were paying attention to it. Uh, but absolute panic, you know, I would have to uh, say. Um, and that's where this is going to take us. We'll see where it goes from here, guys. We'll see where it goes from here. Uh, but indeed, my friends, um, we are going to have to leave that there for tonight. Uh, I am going to go ahead and call the show for this evening. Thank you all for hanging out again uh, on this uh, Wednesday evening. Um, unfortunately, I probably will not be joining uh, the bartender over at the Speak Uneasy tonight. Uh, but please do uh, sh uh, go watch the show. Send my love. Uh, tell him I sent you because um, I'm just uh, I am going to uh, retire for the evening. Hey, Liz Garcia, it's good to see you. Sorry, I'm cutting this. You always get in at the end of the show, Liz Garcia. <laughs> Uh, but thank you. Uh, it's good to see you again. Glad you're in the audience today. Uh, thanks for all of those who are still hanging out uh, and uh, who hung in there uh, throughout all of my discombobulation. Um, we're going to close the show with this one because after all, um, regardless of what the media says and regardless of how they try and paint it, um, in regards to rhinos, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, it's a time-honored tradition here at the Sea Report that it is, uh, it's rhino hunting season. 